Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Community Preservation Committee's meeting for um, Monday, September 12th, 2022. Um, before we get started, um, I have some opening remarks that I want to deliver, um, and then we'll dive into the rest of the agenda items. Um, so, as folks know, at our last meeting, the decision was made to pause uh, new applications for this upcoming year. So I would like to provide some additional context uh, behind that decision, which hopefully will, uh, folks will find helpful. Um, so as many of you know, this committee is tasked with guiding the administration of our town's community preservation program. Uh, it is important for all of us to remember that administering a CPA program entails more than simply voting on new application proposals each year. Uh, we have the responsibility um, of overseeing and advising on projects from the pre-application stage all the way through to completion. This means keeping track of progress of every single project, keeping track of their status. Um, and as is the nature of public projects, some projects may be completed under budget, and in that case, unused funds get returned to us uh, for future you know, opportunities. Uh, other projects, as we've seen during COVID, um, with supply chain shortages and the like, um, may need extensions or incremental funding to get them across the finish line. Um, the point here is that from a program management perspective, all of this information feeds into our budget and planning cycle. Uh, which has always, in the past, has always happened um, in advance of the next round of applications. Um, now, in the absence of an administrator, this committee has been taking the necessary steps to ensure the continuity of this program. Um, writing grant letters, thank you, George, um, making sure you know state reporting that's required gets filed on time. Um, but most importantly, searching for a qualified administrator to fill this vacant position. Um, I'm very grateful for members of this committee over the last few months uh, for really stepping up their efforts um, you know, in those areas. Um, as, we, as we consider the tremendous value that CPA um, brings to our town, uh, this, this committee explored at length back in June uh, during our meeting then whether it was possible to take a limited round of new applications, given the, the constraints that we find ourselves in. Uh, could we, despite not having an updated budget, despite not having an experienced administrator onboarded, and despite not having an updated community preservation plan, which reflects the recent townwide survey results, could we still find a way to do some limited number of new projects uh, for this upcoming year? Uh, the question I posed back in June during that meeting uh, was whether or not we could be highly selective, those I believe were my exact words, um, and take a few applications in order to minimize the administrative overhead. Uh, the problem with this approach is where do you draw the line? You cannot, you cannot realistically say that you know, we as a committee will only entertain um, a handful of applications, but not others. We either, run, we either have to run all applications through the full review process or nothing. And if folks recall from last year, we had more applications submitted uh, than there was funding available. So 
This is to say that the, the fundamental question that this committee has grappled with over the past couple of meetings is this. In addition to handling the ongoing administrative uh, activities that is required of this committee um, and of the program, in addition to that, in any reasonable capacity, could we commit to fully administering a new grant round without having a, an experienced administrator? Can you, can you administer this program without an experienced administrator? We searched for a possible way to do that. But the, the answer that this committee arrived at was no. That said, however, we are fortunate that our search committee, with support from our town's HR director, has identified a new administrator to help get us back on track. It is worth noting that given the importance of this administrator position, um, there was considerable pressure to find the ideal candidate with all the right qualifications who, has, who was knowledgeable in both the CPA legislature and the CPA process. However, ultimately, this committee, rather than risk further delay waiting for that right candidate, that checked all of those boxes. Um, this committee made what I felt was the appropriate recommendation, uh, which was to move forward expeditiously uh, in recommending someone who we feel confident could be quickly onboarded and trained in the administration of this program. But significant work still lies ahead. Uh, at this point, we need to complete a thorough status assessment <coughs> for, I believe, over two dozen outstanding projects. We can then close out some projects that have been completed, um, issue extensions where needed, update the accounting tables accordingly, um, and then we can begin our budget and planning process. Uh, we also need to execute on a rigorous onboarding plan, which we will be discussing later this evening. Um, and we need to also update our community preservation plan to incorporate recent community input. Uh, this last item is particularly important uh, because this community preservation plan, not only is it required under the CPA rules, um, this document guides us in making sure that future projects that land on our table aligned, that we prioritize those projects in a way that align with the preferences of this community at large. So all these activities need to be done and have historically been done in advance uh, to help inform uh, the next round of applications. So there's a lot of work ahead of, of us for this committee. Um, and as we look forward to um, laying this groundwork uh, to position our committee you know, for that next round of applications, I very much look forward to working with this, with this committee um, you know, to do that groundwork. Um, and I think that is going to put us in a state where we are well positioned for what I am sure will be a much larger and a very impactful grant round next year. So uh, with that said, I hope that provides some helpful context in the decision that this committee made uh, last month. Um, and with that, um, I do see we have some guests. So uh, John, just, go ahead. Just have a comment. There. Yes. I looked at the past projects that we, that we approved, and that's where that 24 number came from. But that does not include the 
grants that we just sent out. So there's 32 projects out of 56 that were approved over the, since this, this CPA was approved in the town. So those are the ones that are still outstanding? Still outstanding. The budgets have been that. closed for, <coughs> to the extent that they finished, we'd have to figure out whether they were at budget or whether there was still money remaining, and then accept those back as, as need be. Or okay. grant extensions. Or grant extensions. Right. Okay. Thank you for that clarification. Okay. And just one more point. I think the first time, the first uh, round of grants that we approved, okay, <clears throat> the committee set aside $100,000 to be used in future projects. So that, it, it, that's, this is how we've worked since the, the program started. Yep. Thank you. Just an observation. I, Please go ahead. Thank you. Appreciate all the comments. I was in disagreement with the decision. Um, and I stated all my reasons uh, at that meeting, so I won't cover that ground again. Uh, just in terms of the timing, um, in my experience, I don't think the budget was really reconciled. Actually, Stacy did an amazing job working with the town. I don't think we got to a final number of what we could approve two cycles ago until well into January, if I recall. And that was when the accounting was being completed. We had a change in finance director, I believe, at that point, or it was changing over. I think we, yes, yes and no. I'm just, I think you looked at me, and if I'm interrupting, I apologize. No, no, that's right. Is, I think we yeah. were, we knew we had within a couple hundred thousand dollars, there was that couple hundred thousand dollar number. We weren't sure if we were at like 950 or whether we were at like 1.1 or something like that. So yeah. we had some rep, we had some idea, we didn't have the full picture. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, and, and actually, um, by my recollection, the delta, the difference between what we thought we had and what we actually had was something in the order around $350,000. So I think it's fair to say that at least one of the cycles I was through, there was significant accounting during the application process. There were significant accounting issues that needed to be resolved. So. In furtherance of my disagreement, uh, I, I just, uh, for the vote that was taken, I do want to make the point that I don't think it was the case that all of these things were reconciled in the past, in the ordinary course of business, before taking any applications, and certainly not before considering those applications. So just a simple observation of what I think is a bit of a distortion there in terms of what's possible and what's preferred. Uh, I think it was might be preferred that some of these projects be accounted for, but I certainly don't see that as being the requirement before taking applications or considering them for projects. And I think that's an accurate statement, right? Any other comments? No. I want to give uh, our guest an opportunity if you would like to comment. No. Just observing. Okay. okay. All right. Um, with no other comments uh, on that topic, uh, I would like to move towards the minutes of our last meeting. Um, John, I believe you had distributed them. Yes. Um, several weeks ago, I believe. Yep. Yep. Um, have folks had a chance to review those minutes? Mm -hmm. Any discussion on those minutes as provided by John? 
make a motion that we accept the minutes of um, what was it? August, August 15th. 15th. That's what I thought. Yeah. Mm -hmm. August 15th uh, as submitted. A second. Motion made and seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 I'll abstain. I wasn't there. Okay. Seven zero one. <coughs> Thank you. Motion is approved. Um, next item on the agenda is, keep me honest, I don't have a copy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> next item is update on new administrator onboarding process. Um, so I think that's you, Lisa. Um, I mean, I guess I first have to say that it was our expectation um, when we met on August 15th that um, the candidate that the search committee recommended to this committee and the committee agreed to um, move forward to the select board would be approved at the select board meeting on August 30th. Um, that didn't happen. Um, I, I was not, um, I, I was unexpectedly absent because of a death in my family um, and I uh, was surprised to learn that the select board had not approved the candidate, um, that there were some questions um, not identified and that they wanted to uh, give me the courtesy of answering the questions at the next meeting, which is tomorrow night. It unfortunately is not on the committee on the agenda for tomorrow night. Um, so I am not sure whether or not the appointment will be approved tomorrow night. I'm hopeful that it will be, um, but there is an agenda item that says discussion of CCPC committee. So it's entirely pop I mean I don't know whether it would be proper to make the appointment without it being on the agenda I'm gonna withhold that um, I can assure you that before the last select board meeting on the 30th I reached out to the HR director and let her know I wasn't going to be available uh, time was of the essence to approve this position um, is there any other information you need from me uh, to answer any questions because we really want to get this. She assured me that she would be there. There was no thing else she needed. Um, so I, I, have, I have no other information, um, but I am genuinely hopeful that it won't take too much more time. I will say that all, there is a usual cadence of select board meetings every two weeks, but in September there's a meeting both tomorrow and the week after. So I'm hoping at the absolute worst case, if its um, absence on tomorrow night's agenda was an oversight, that it can be rectified and it would be available for approval on the next meeting. That would be the 27th? 20th. 20th, yeah. Oh. Right. I'm going back to back. Right, oh, back to back. Oh. You know, uh, uh, there was a long uh, gap in August, and, I, and um, I think the chair is trying to make up for the gap in September. So, uh, I mean, that doesn't change the sense of urgency about getting started on a, um, at least on this committee's agreement. Um, and at the last meeting, Sean sort of appointed a committee of John, Stacy, George, and myself um, to, to create an onboarding plan. Um, I distributed a, a draft of both the subject matters and the way that some of this subject matter expertise is going to have to be absorbed, um, as well as on the back, um, there are at least some proposed short-term objectives, you know, many more than would typically be the case, but there's just a lot of work to do. 
And um, I apologize for not distributing this to the committee prior to tonight, but hopefully it's short enough that we can look at it. Um, John had some input that he may want to um, share with the group, um, and we can all you know, tweak it, revise it, make it all together different. <laughs> but um, it, it's, it's an attempt to just sort of get started on what this person um, really has to do. Again, understanding that it's part-time, but there's a real sense of urgency because even though we won't be accepting grants applications, we necessarily have to, according to the law, allocate money into each of the buckets as part of this town meeting's warrant articles. And, and that has to be precise as to the dollar. And, and you know, we don't really know <laughs> what, what our budget is. So that's high on the list of getting resolved. But she doesn't know the law, you know, or the regs, or the bylaw, or any of our policies and procedures yet. So she's going to. And we also just developing the relationships within the financial department to ensure that we have, right. one, the understanding. And John, I think you can appreciate the, how hard it is sometimes to wrap around that forward-looking and backward-looking um, accounting that we need to do. And um, be able to project out what the revenues are going to be working with the, the entire finance department in terms of what's our, what was our tax revenue, what's our projected tax revenue, and then we'll be estimating the grant money to be. So, so maybe it makes sense to just take you know five minutes and ask everybody to just take a look at it. And, and well, while they're looking, I just want to ask a question. Um, just going back to my comment that we really didn't understand what was available in a cycle, you know, two years ago until January. You know, when we talk about time is of the essence and urgency to action, right? So we're in September. We have October, November, December, January. What would be the latest date that we would need to determine the budget and the accounting in order to present it at town meeting? I think so. I think we have to even go back even further. Yeah. Just my there's this is my take on it is there's a date that we're given that the warrant has to be written by, and in order for the warrant to be written, the steps before that are going to FinCom um, in terms of presenting the applications. Then there needs to be the, the all the process before that, right? So putting in where the the, the final budget numbers come in there's we almost have to work back off of of saying at some point you have applications final budget everything that goes before that but there's a date set certain that says warrant articles have to be written and submitted by x date i don't have that but then there's like the steps before it of it has to get to town council it has to be approved by the finance department it has to be and there's all like a whole it has to go to fincom before that so there's like four or five different steps that have to go before that warrant article date yeah this is this is not um finalized but the draft is indicating um march 8th as a deadline for all the fin, for the fincom review okay. that's for their hearing that's that's for ccpc to consult with FinCom, you know, over our, for our, you know to go over our recommendations. So then right. the, the the date for the warrant article has to be probably within I would think a couple weeks after that. Yeah, that sounds about right because we didn't figure it out till January, a March no, 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 date. No, 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 that's no. not it. 
I don't think that's correct. Yeah. I think that the warrant opens sometime in December or January and then closes. Your space has to be in that window when the warrant opens. Right. The finance committee piece is, uh, with all due respect, a courtesy. We do that because we are also, in, a, in essence, an advisory committee to town meeting. And so we go to finance committee to let them know these are our projects that they're working on. Uh, but it's our votes that go into the war. Well, I guess what I'm, what I, I didn't mean that FinCom signs off. What I'm saying is that the way we've done it in terms of writing the articles to have them published <laughs> is that there's a date by which those have to be written and submitted and done. And before they can be done, there are the steps that go before right. it. FinCom votes on it, even yeah. though it's advisory. Uh, I believe general counsel takes a look at it. The finance department reads and edits them, and there's three or four steps before whatever that final date is that we would have to go through. And so every decision and budget would have to be done before to give enough time for those steps to occur before whatever that date certain has to be written. Let me, how let does me, that affect onboarding? Yeah, let me, let me, uh, that's, I let don't me know. say the uh, suggestion I had when you sent out the original version of the draft mm. Um, and what I would do in my business is um, simply take a look at what our um, milestone dates are <coughs> and uh, develop a Gantt chart that I referenced in the email. Mm -hmm. Put all the activities on that Gantt chart. Make sure that Gantt chart is somewhat consistent with the budgeted number of hours per month that this position mm -hmm. holds. And then we can execute an onboarding plan in a reasonable period of time with a bunch of busy volunteers that is not a two-minute drill you know with so before we declare urgency of timing and time is of the essence I'm simply asking what the milestone deadline would be and the chair has said March 8th which sounds about right, but there's now discussion that well, do we no, not no, know no, what no. the date as far as having everything finalized yeah. March 8th Okay. Uh, um, I, I mean, I, I think the um, it's worthwhile um, reframing the characterization of um, the budget work that was done two years ago, the review cycle that you referred to. Um, indeed, the chair and the CPA administrator at the time had a pretty um, uh, strong uh, the uh, real confidence as to what the budget numbers were. And they inform um, the degree to which we as a committee make decisions about competing uh, projects. The dispute was because, um, in part because of a new finance director, they had a different way of accounting and there was a sort of an out of sync understanding as between our own understanding of our, our books and records and finance. It took months to reconcile that and ultimately our own numbers were the ones that were correct. But we went into the project review cycle knowing how much money we thought we had to work with. The project review cycle every year since we've begun has been pre-apps are accepted, are due, due, not just accepted, but due uh, the first week of October. 
Um, that means that the communication had already gone out to town committees and boards and private organizations saying, this is the guidance we're giving. These are the kinds of applications we're looking for. Give us a pre-app no later than, uh, it's usually the beginning of uh, October, October 3rd, 4th, 5th. And then full applications are due um, in mid-November. There is no way for this committee to make decisions as between competing requests for significant dollars without knowing how much money we've got to work with. So that means we need to understand not only all of the previous uh, projects, are they closed out and does money come back, or are they not closed out, as well as what are the revenue projections you know, for CPA, both from the state as well as you know, from the, the local surcharge. So that is not something that waits until March. That is something that we need to know when we are debating whether we're going to be allocating five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars for the projects. It happens early in the in the season. Appreciate that, but yeah. we won't be debating that because we're not taking yeah. any applications. Right. So, right. Right. so we have six months until. Well, nevertheless, one of the top priorities, which um, hopefully is on here, I haven't read it yeah. in detail, is to understand. The current status, right. like, like I mentioned earlier, the status, yeah. the full mm -hmm. status assessment of the what I thought was 24, 25, but really when you include you know, last year's uh, round is um, over 30 mm -hmm. outstanding projects, current status assessment, which then informs the budget and planning cycle. Um, so I hope that, that that would be one of the top so priorities. Can, can um, I just, one of the other top board. priorities, though, and that, that's mm -hmm. the, I, I put it in. Um, it's on the back on short-term objectives number eight, and this is to Mr. Leonetti's point, and that is we still have uh, a statutory obligation to prepare for town meeting, and we still have to prepare articles relative to the administration, articles relative to the funding of the Polar Bear Heritage Bond, and the set-asides that were required, the three set-asides and the general sweep. So. I think it's a good point to sort of create some sort of flow chart, yeah. Gant, you know, however you want to do yeah. it, but I would put that sort of more immediate than some of these other things. Some of these things yeah. have to happen in tandem just as part of the learning process, mm -hmm. but I would point out number I, eight yeah, is sort of time critical. Personally, understanding the financials is the most important thing to start. We'll get to the plan, but making sure it's to understand the financials, the go forward, the look back, the estimate of what we think the grant money is going to be and getting a sense of where it has been and where we think it's going to go and, and making sure we can speak with the finance department and advise, you know, because that the grant piece is always a projection. We can basically come down to what the tax revenue is going to be. The finance director can give us that. But this year it'll be a little easier on, right. because we're unencumbered by requests we, other than these three lines. Agreed. Yeah. But we have to come up with that number to ensure we know how much to put into right. those buckets. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that. Yep. That's the 10%. Lisa, yep. are these in any sort of order of priority here? Um, no, they are not um, at, at all. They're, they're not intended to be okay. most important to least important. And and to just be clear, I mean, I think Mr. Leonetti's suggestion is a great one. I thought it was when he made it a few weeks ago, and I invite you to do that work. And That's what we're here to do, right? Well, I, 
um, I thought it was going to be done beforehand so that everybody could look at it, but I, but we could do it here too. Um, I mean, I think that'd be great, and that would be well, a huge contribution. I'm starting, I'm starting the conversation yeah. with a timing perspective so we can work backwards from the due date. It's yeah. a really simple concept, and yeah. from there we can prioritize the tasks, as you're saying, you think the budget accounting needs to be prioritized first, give some scope of how long we think it'll take, and then choose around the table who might be best qualified to help her. And by the way, mm. is Kristen available to come back and help? Because she seemed very willing through her transition. And I would think that's the number one recommendation I'd be making is bring her back and pay her for whatever hours she can give us to help you with are, this transition. I had this exact conversation yeah. not four yeah. hours ago and um, think that engaging her via a consultancy is a splendid idea. Has anybody reached out to her? Has the chair reached out to her about this onboarding process? It literally came up yeah. today in a conversation. If the motion is necessary, otherwise I would just suggest the I, chair... I think we should negotiate with her and see if she's willing to do this and bring it back to the next meeting. By then, maybe we'll have the person hired and set them together, honestly. Negotiate with her for, for the time. consultancy fee and her time. But we have budget, right? So yeah, we do. Yeah, we not, should have budget right. within right. Our, our, we have been yeah. paying an admin for but we'll, a significant period we'll of time. you, with the chairs, allow us to go and explore this with her and then come up with a number and report back? Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, we need a, a motion idea. on that? You need a motion to spend the money when we get it. Okay, I, I, yes, right? yeah. that that's for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. But if John is yeah, in agreement, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You you will reach out to her, John. Yeah. Okay. And I would share this with her too, right? I mean, this, yeah. well, this is the scope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. With 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 more, you know, we're going to be there. But sorry, please, who are the onboarding committee members again? Is it? I believe I'm on it as well. Four of us. Four of us. And uh, with all due respect mm -hmm. to Mr. McSweeney, does it make sense for one of the onboarding committee that's, members that's to fine. reach I, out? I'm happy yeah. to, right? Only because I think it's an onboarding. Yeah, yeah. I was merely process. checking with John to make sure he was. Unless John wants yeah. to jump on the committee, too, <laughs> yeah. which would that's be fine. Which would be great. Okay, who will take that I have a great relationship with Kristen. I'm happy to do it. If that's all right. I mean, I'll report yeah. back very quickly. I mean, <laughs> if she's in for it, I think it'd be great. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think it's a great idea. I do too. Yeah. That is a good idea. It's our easiest path forward. Okay. Well, just in terms of a Gantt chart, if she is available, mm -hmm. and the reason I didn't put a lot of time into mm -hmm. trying to map it out is because I think there's a lot of variables that will accelerate this process, and not the least of which would be Kristen coming in, who's intimately familiar with every project and accelerating. Yeah. Very fair point. Totally agree. Absolutely agree. Totally agree. I just have one comment about the Gantt chart. I love a good Gantt chart, but whoever we are, putting into this position, this is going to be their working document. So not a lot of people are familiar with how to get charts. Yeah, I think work. once we flush out the priorities, the main components, and the most qualified committee members, including Kristen as that variable, with some change at the next meeting, it'll happen pretty quickly and then a nice fancy Gantt like chart with, or even yeah. an Excel or even yeah. something. Color code. A checklist. We, we can do a Monday. You even go to Gantt chart.com and put one online. <laughs> you know. Is it really a Gantt chart? Yeah. What is uh, what is this uh, position slated at? Uh, how many hours a week? Uh, 20. Twenty hours. Twenty hours a week. But you know, unlike other part-time positions where people, yeah. you know, are expected to essentially work the requisite hours, 
um, in part because they have benefits. This is not a benefited position, and we know that you know some months it's many more hours than 20, and some months it's many hours fewer. And that was and something we spoke directly about with the candidate, the candidate. and um, <laughs> understood that there are some months and times that require significantly more than the 20, and some that will warrant less. Including so some at night and some during the day. How do they do that? Timesheets. Just on timesheets. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the main major milestone mm -hmm. is the writing of the warrants and the steps to that. What I'm hearing is there's approximately four to six months, somewhere in between there, before that task needs to be completed. Right? That's the yes. milestone yeah, for that's the this. Only milestone that's critical, connected to the statutory obligation of this committee. What about the CP4s? Yeah, those are due in October. That was done. CP4s have been done. Okay. I believe actually this month is the deadline, but those are already done. They've been taken care of in August. Okay. And we got the grant letters out. We have the grant contracts yet. Not the contracts yet. Okay. So that's another thing. That's more of a much more immediate because they can't begin to execute on last year's projects without without that. So. Um, I think that would they be another one that's more now. immediate, John, as well. They, they, they have the letters. Nine of those. Did those go? No. Uh, no, not yet. Okay. I have those. They still need to go out. Yeah. Um, so I agree that should be. Probably. I think I added that in. It's number 11. The first page, right? Contractual obligation. Review for yep. form letters. Yeah. I think that's an early task as well. This is almost in reverse order of priority. Only because I just added to the bottom of the list. Yeah. Yeah. It's not in any order, I'm sorry. And of course, our suggestions for all of these one-on-one -on -one meetings are not entirely within the control of the person. <laughs> it's also going to be up to the schedule of you know, all these other individuals. And just a quick question on the mm -hmm. grant letters. Um, you're saying the letters were completed, but they haven't gone out. And then, and then after that, what happens? There's a contract, I believe, that has to. For some of them. For, for some. some of them. So yeah. where it is not town fund, where it's not going to a town or municipal entity, is that the best word to describe yeah, it? So where it's not going to school committee um, or even fire department, it, you, they, there needs to be a contract with it that needs to be signed. Who signs up? Um, the entity. So if it's a joint project, uh, I'm trying to think of one with a historic. I can't remember the one. Tilden, is that one? Uh, or, no, no, maybe. Maybe. But, but it's been a while. So I'm trying to think of the one in the last round that is triggering a contract. Not the fire department. What did we give for grants this last round? Walk, bike, and hike? No, that's it again. Um, Fire. That's also town. There may not be, and we'll have to look. If a third party got it's a third party, so like if it was just Little League alone, they would need it. But if it's with yep. the school committee, then they first parish church was a contract. Yes. Yeah. So they don't all need contracts. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. They don't all need. Some just need to sign the grant letter, and that's the essentially that's the then the oversight technically comes from ERC, I believe. Okay, and I appreciate all the work you did, Mr. Camo, but. Those were approved mid-May, right? So it's been about four months for the letters to get done. I was asked to do that a meeting and a half ago, or I did it soon thereafter, yeah. in time for the following meeting. Mm -hmm. 
when I brought when we brought it up, and you offered to help. I and I acknowledged that at the last meeting, but it was done by the time we met at the next meeting. I did it in between? No, it's you know the change in administrator just raises some questions. I think some towns work without an administrator, so. Um, was the administrator, was Kristen, writing all the grant letters in the past? Correct. Yes. Yep. Okay, I would so. go in, review them, and since, just since I was the last chair doing it, come in, review them, yeah. and sign them. And it would be, we'd meet at some point in time. I never had to actually draft them myself um, or have someone draft them. Yeah. But it's a letter, right? I mean, there were, what, eight or nine projects last year? Yeah. yeah there were nine. I, 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 yeah. We had to find the letter, so that was... Mm -hmm. took that took time. quite a long time. Yeah. And we yeah. got Thanks access to, to all our files. Yeah. Thanks to Thanks IT. Thanks to, to yeah. Lewis, Lewis, right? Yeah. So we got that done. Um, looking at them now, so there was the Hanson, the American La France, the Much Rink Design, the Parvet Heritage Restrooms, the Galvin Courts, the um, Hagen Egress. Yeah, the stairs. Um, what? Stairs at Hagen. I'm sorry, this, yeah, the Reading Garden at the Library and the Municipal Trust. Those are the ones I, uh, that we drafted. They were all a little different, but they were basically the same. That's it. And, they were and the done. one thing we didn't check, though, is, I mean, we've done before, is sometimes you have to confirm whether or not they need a contract or not. Your municipal trust is a separate entity. So is it a town entity or not? That one, that one might, need, might a need a contract. So there's that legal component of it as well. Yep. I, I, again, I was involved, but the, that's what we've done in the past when... Kristen would prepare them, we would discuss them. How does that get determined? Is that just working with the entity and general counsel? Honestly, a lot of it was, you know, communicating with Kristen, who had this knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. It was one of the... And town council drafted the original, the original. that we worked off of. But it, it, it sometimes it would be require... asking questions. Um, yeah. And also, you know, sometimes getting hold of town council, I don't know if we've, we probably haven't done it recently, was we had to seek approval from the town administrator to utilize open leave open hours um so there's logistical hurdles there as well sometimes mm -hmm. that your questions don't often get answered just by picking up the phone that was of the sense with looking at these that mm -hmm. the municipal trust might be the one that's going to need the contract. contract and the others the cash is staying within and administered through the building renovation committee mm -hmm. i'll double check that but i think so they're either design or actual, well, not in the case of the state one, that will be a yeah, contract. Yeah, that'll be a contract, contract That's as well. a second one. Yep. So. Right. Yep. For the, this is for the stairs? Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Okay. So that'll be with a separate entity that's not the town. Yeah. Okay. So I think, you know, needless to say, getting those uh, contracts and letters out should be a top priority for the onboarding uh, checklist. Oh, can I interrupt you? Sorry. Yes. So you're not planning on sending out the letters until this person is approved as a hire? I can do, I, yeah, I think uh, you're right, John. I think that is a good point. It is, it's not a dependency, um, so I'm happy to do that. And I, I'm trying to be respectful, but I'm also trying to apply what I can bring to it from business, mm -hmm. that if somebody in my company said it took four months to write nine letters and email them. Uh, that's not fair, John. Yeah. That's not fair. <laughs> He, did, he didn't get the audit to do them until August, I believe. And he did it by the 15th. Well, yeah. then let me take responsibility as a committee member for not realizing sooner that nine letters needed to be written and sent out because I'm happy to take that responsibility. I just wasn't aware that these tasks weren't getting done. 
It was done. I, I took the responsibility at a board meeting and did them within two weeks. And I, I don't know what else I can say. I, I, well, this I, isn't directed yeah. at you. Oh, well, who? Well, it's directed at this committee. I mean, from the time the town meeting voted and approved these projects to today, it's been four months, and the grant letters haven't gone out. So I think that that's part of the problem. We probably, as a committee, my observation is, became highly dependent upon Krista for what seemed to be relatively routine tasks. That's fair. I fair can, enough. I, I think that's a fair statement, John. I'm not pointing the finger at anybody. I'm just trying to gain an understanding of how deep the hole is without an administrator. I, I appreciate that, and I think it is deeper than many, many people understand because, you know, we're... We're all busy, we have lives, we have other committees, we have other things that we're doing. And if it doesn't take the foremost priority right there and then, it can fall by the wayside. And that happens and that I can speak from my time as the chair that I was heavily reliant on her because I didn't have the time to send those emails on top of my work emails and on top of my kids' emails and on top of everything else because this is a volunteer committee and it's a volunteer committee that oversees 30 some odd projects and over a million dollars of recommendations a year and it is hard. Like it, it's, we became very reliant because while we're a group of nine, unless one person steps up to do it and fully execute it from point A to point B, that's where it slips off. And because we all have other things going on, again, as a committee of nine who volunteer, who almost all, I think, volunteer on many other committees, both for town and not town, it, become, it, it just becomes hard. So I think the hole is deeper than probably many people expect because it had to be. When you have the administrator and they're the ones tasked with running it, you, ex it, it becomes expected that they're doing it. And so we're, what we're finding now is, man, it's awfully hard for us to get things done when we don't have that person there who's checking things off and making sure they're getting done. But this is no different than Board of Health, Conservation Commission, Zoning Board of Appeals. We, I probably list a dozen boards that have administrative support where the boards themselves do this. They have the hearings, they manage the, the, the direction of decisions, and the, administer, and the administrators carry out the tasks. So could you imagine if this was the Conservation Commission and lost their conservation agent? How would those individuals get, they don't, because they get a part-time person in right away. The same thing happens with the Zoning Board of Appeals. The Zoning Board folks don't write their own opinions. The work is done by paid staff in many cases. So we found ourselves in a place we were working really hard to get that paid staff person back in and get it on track. I'm pretty optimistic that a lot of work's been done to get that person in a good place. So that's good. Um, but it's been a tough summer. It really has. So just uh, circling back uh, to the onboarding plan, George, you'll take the action item to reach out to yeah. Kristen and then um, hopefully come back with a proposal yeah. um, at our next meeting. Um, and then I do like the idea of the Gantt chart um, and kind of determining, uh, you know, the order of priority based on 
the dates based on the timelines as discussed. Um, can I ask, I guess, Lisa and John, if you could work together to kind of take this list mm -hmm. and turn it into a kind of order of operations because it's not prioritized in any way right now? I think uh, that would be helpful to see. Um, I'm going to defer to John, whose, I think, Gantt um, chart skills are uh, infinitesimally superior to mine. Uh, <laughs> um, and I will review any work that you do. <laughs> that, is, that would be uh, inaccurate. The people on my team have <laughs> superlative <laughs> <chart> <laughs> skills. And if it's not unallowed, I may recruit their assistance on a volunteer basis. Uh, that being said, I'd be happy to do it. But I do think that in the effort of not doing things multiple times, um, understanding whether Kristen is available and the extent of her availability will have a significant impact on everybody's role in this onboarding. Yeah. So I am happy to sketch something out. I would rather not burden all the details of who's doing what yeah, until fine. we meet again and hear yeah. about Kristen. And I do want to say without voicing every thought in my head that if Kristen is available now, she may have been available this entire time to help with projects that were time sensitive. but. I don't want to go backwards. I think going forward makes the most sense. I'm more than happy to accept responsibility for developing the Gantt chart. I appreciate that. And we need to keep in mind that Kristen is not available to us as an administrator because she took another job. So I think we, we, we can't count on her. We're going to find out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, what I'm saying is, without debating the point, we could have asked her four months ago to do things like the letters. I just think there were a lot of gaps. I honestly thought four months ago, I didn't think it was going to take this long to find. In, in, in the, where everybody's apparently looking for work or job climate is you know so open, we've got two applications for this. Two. And Actually, we've we got, got three. three. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Both good candidates, yeah. non-ideal candidates. Like, yeah. right, but both said. good candidates, both will need significant either one would need significant onboarding. So it's not as if, you know, you know. Right, but I yeah. think had we had somebody in July 1, we'd be in a different place today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Okay. Um, thank you, Lisa, for, I think this is a great start. It's a good list, and um, I would like to, you know, with John's assistance, um, kind of turn this into a more prioritized onboarding plan. Um, with a Gantt component would be great to see. Everybody just loves a good <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so any other discussion or comments on the onboarding plan? Well, thanks to you guys for doing this work. Yes. Thank you very much. Really um, next item that we have for the uh, agenda. Bylaws. I gave it to you. You, you blew the bylaws. Oh, you did? Oh, I did. You, you, you took my agenda. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Now I lost it. Okay, so at the. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You still have it? I still have that. I okay. apologize. No worries. Okay. Just want to make sure I yeah. don't miss anything. Uh, recommendation of subcommittee to review bylaws. Um, this came about from our last meeting. There was a discussion point on. Um, and I, I forget the details, um, I apologize, but there was a uh, question regarding whether a bylaw line item was uh, applicable, um, and it spurred discussion on whether a review had to be done of our current bylaws. Um, and so 
you know, this is something that I would like to follow up on and to um, have, you know, someone, at least one person on this committee to do some of that research uh, with regards to our town bylaws um, and to recommend if any changes that might may or may not be warranted. So the, for folks who weren't here, the, the issue was a citizen who had a copy of my bylaws alerted us to the fact that the bylaws spelled out the role of the secretary. And, and they were written at a time when traditionally the secretary would be drafting those letters, would be sending all that. And so sort of our feet were, was held in fire, basically, on accountability and said, well, if the bylaw says you're responsible for it, why didn't you do this? But the, the organization, or the, the committee had matured to the point where we didn't add into the bylaws the role of an administrator who would be drafting those for signature, just like every other committee. So if you've served on any other committee, you know that letters have been put before you, and you signed them in your official capacity as clerk or secretary or whatever it is. But you're not literally the person who was executing the draft and creation of all that paperwork. And so um, I think we can reasonably review the bylaws and reflect on what the committee does today versus several years ago when they were written and see if there are any other tweaks that need to be made relative to that. Nine, nine years ago, Judge. Nine. 2013. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you know, I may have been, had a hand in them, sure. Uh, so that's where that came from. It's if. if the general public reads that and then decides, rightfully so, to hold us accountable and says, it says here you're supposed to do it, which is what happened. Uh, we need to review these and make it more clear and it has to resonate to how we actually have matured. So we have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, George, I'm Given, yeah. given your Yeah, I mean, I'll, let me look at them again and then make some recommendations. Judge, I, I will help you with that if you... Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. So we're on enough committees to have bylaws. We'll bring recommendations to the next meeting. Thank you, George and John. And what else is next? Public notice from the Department of Town on the pause of the projects, project applications. Yes. Okay, so uh, we need to determine the action items on this one because of the decision that was made. Um, I believe uh, this needs to be published in um, The Citizen. Um, I can take that away. I have a relationship with Jay Casey. from being chair. Um, I can let him know that this is something that we'd want to. He'd likely want to speak to the chairs to get more information, um, but I can at least get it in front of him so it can move sooner rather than later. I can't guarantee anything, but I can make the phone call tomorrow. Okay, that'd be great. Thank you, yep. Stacey. Uh, besides that, is there any other action that needs to be done? On yes, this? Uh, we have to talk to Randy as he informs. He, is, he is up to speed. Okay. I, I had that conversation. I guess the, I would ask then, is there any more we want to do? We've spoken a lot about community engagement, John, I know, and so yes, we can, asked Jay Turner to put an article in The Citizen, and he's been great with us. Um, but is there anything more that this committee thinks that we should do um, to to make the notification, to let people know? I'm just throwing that out there. I don't have a suggestion. I'm just asking because I know we've always talked about wanting more community engagement. And I feel like this is something that if we're going to request that from the community, that we should be trying to get it out there as much as possible just to let people know what the decision was. So I had sent an email to the co-chairs mm -hmm. 
um, asking for an agenda item to be added, which was declined to be added. But I was told that it would fall within number four. Does that sound correct? Yeah, that's correct. Go ahead. You're right. Do you want to share with no, what No, go I, ahead. Go finish what you want to say. Yeah. So my request was to add to this agenda whether or not the vote that we took at the last meeting was a legal vote to not fund projects into the next year. I continue to be frustrated that the co-chairs saw it not worthy of adding to the agenda for this evening. I would think that a discussion about the legality of a vote as per the bylaws would be worthy of an agenda topic, but you saw fit otherwise. So now seems the appropriate time to raise the issue. And it is related to number three on the bylaws. I had an overall sense over the last few months that this committee was not doing the right thing, and hence my disagreement with not funding projects. So, since we had the bylaws invoked in conversation and put on the agenda for today, I pulled them from nine years ago and read them. On section 1919.3, it says the Community Preservation Commission shall study the needs, possibilities, and resources of the town regarding community preservation. The committee shall consult with existing municipal boards and hold one or more public information hearings. There's a little more to that paragraph. On 19.4, the Community Preservation, the Community Preservation Committee shall make recommendations at the town meeting for acquisition, creation, and preservation of open space, and so on and so forth. So my sense that led to my disagreement and my vote in the negative for pausing projects. Uh, I felt in reading the bylaws in preparation for this evening's meeting that sections 19.3 and 19.4 were supportive of my position, that this committee shall do things. Now to be clear, like Ms. Lopez and Mr. Camo, I'm a lawyer and legal training, so I think like I have some qualifications for interpreting certain language. And when I read that the commission shall do something, I think it's pretty clear that that's what our mandate is, to do these tasks on behalf of the town. I didn't go to the length of looking at bylaws for the last meeting, because quite frankly, in the first 10 or 15 minutes, we voted on administrator, which was approved by the committee, because I was under the impression that time was of the essence and a new administrator would facilitate the collection of applications, pre-applications, and we would commence our duties. So I hadn't fully prepared for what I found to be, uh, what I found myself in disagreement with. Um, so when I made the suggestion that we should discuss it this evening, I was told that it fell under the public notice to inform town of pause to new projects proposals, which didn't make any sense to me, but yet the co-chair saw fit to shoehorn it into agenda item number four. I'd like to have this conversation about whether the vote to not fund projects 
was permissible under the bylaws of this committee. Uh, but before before you respond, I just want to um, communicate, you know, John and my position on that. The reason it was declined as its own separate agenda item is because we both, in reviewing the bylaws as well, so saw no reason uh, to suggest that um, pausing was illegal. Um, and so that's the reason I think it's connected to this discussion on the current agenda item, but we saw no reason that it warranted its own Respectfully, discussion. Mr. Chair, that wasn't the reason I was given. The reason I was given was this has been sufficiently discussed. If I have something to say, then go ahead and say it. So I am saying it. Had you communicated that by email, I would have pointed to that in my opening communications because my reading of the bylaws is the opposite of what you concluded. Hence, the suggestion we discuss it and add it to the agenda. Yep. And so as part of this agenda item, I'm happy to provide the time to discuss it. Well, thank you. Lisa, I believe you had your hand up first. I just have no um, objection to if there's a question about whether or not the vote taken was legal, let's put a question to town council. I completely agree. Like, so, we have four lawyers at this table, and there definitely I'm appears sorry. to be <laughs> some dis oh, Believe me, it's okay. I try and hide that fact. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but it, like, there's clearly disagreement among some of the lawyers. And so, uh, you know, we can sit here and we could probably all debate it till we're blue in the face, yeah. um, taking various positions. I recommend right. that we. We, we have to jump through the hurdles of probably clearing it with Randy, but I think we need to get this in front of, um, in front of town council. And I think what I would recommend as kind of a in-between here is that if there are two different sides of the perspective of reading the bylaws in two different ways, that if you have three or four bullet points of how you're reading it, it says shall, it, just as, as simply as you are just articulated it. And... There are people who read it in a different light, have four bullet points that articulate their position, then at least town council knows what it is, what, where you guys are pointing fingers, and goes from there. George. Uh, no. Yes. We are going to do all those things, because that's what the statute requires. We shall report to town meeting. We will make recommendations. We are going to do those things. We have to do those uh, again, things. I, but, but the point I want to make on relative to the topic at hand in terms of your, you haven't made a motion yet, but when you make the motion, I um, read that email too and drafted, and I'll share the draft, relative to the question, which is tied to the statute. The statute rules, governs all of this in tandem with those um, bylaws. And I'll distribute this. And the second thing is, you know I'm a member of the statewide coalition. I brought the question before the statewide coalition who advise all the cities and towns on the CPA. And I will give you their answer here as well, relative to whether or not it's legal to suspend a year. So in the, in the interest of just you know, sharing this with the group, I put two things in front of you. The question that, that I hope we could pose to town council and the opinion from Stuart Saginaw relative to the question that was asked in the email um, by um, Mr. Leonetti. So this is a question for town council. This is, well, I guess, like, this is how Next. you would phrase the question for town council. That's how I would phrase it, because the question is, does the statute require that we actually put before the town uh, projects each year? The statute does not require that, but 
here's here's the statute. Here's the relative stat, relevant statute. And we'll submit this to town council. Yeah. And I think John, you would want to add to that. You know, is there anything? There's a statute and there's the bylaws. That's right. And we have to make sure that there's a reading of the statute and there's a reading of the bylaws and and that council right. can advise us on, you know, do the is there an issue with the the bylaws well, the or the bylaws do, can't contravene the statute. I, I, right. I'm. But if they if they can be interpreted to contravene the statute, well, then that goes to our new bylaw subcommittee, right. and it would need to be fixed. Right. So I, I do, we propose both of them together to say, here you know here is the situation. Yep. Um, but I, I don't want us to, you know, John. I want to make sure you are comfortable. We need to hem the question in mm -hmm. in some way that we get it to town council, but it needs to incorporate your concerns yep. as well as what you've proposed here mm -hmm. or what anyone else on this committee has yeah. in terms of right. recommendations. I, I, I took your email incredibly seriously and tried to draft a question that would answer how I interpreted your email. But Respectfully, you saw one email. That's the one you shared with the group. With the group and then a smaller group with the co-chairs there proceeded to be many subsequent emails. Just looking to put it on the agenda, but that's different. I just took your the, the question that you posed. Right. Which, no, I appreciate the work you put in, and it looks like there's data that suggests that maybe it wasn't permissible. You I have think some, it's fine. I think you're you, right. Well, thank you. No. And as disappointed as I was that it didn't make it onto the agenda, uh, I'll say I was equally disappointed that nobody asked this question in the months that this committee was deliberating, not funding projects. And that led to the position that I took at our last meeting, that we should, at a minimum, wait to make this decision, which was the most disappointing, even after I volunteered for an accelerated onboarding position, which I still have not been able to reconcile in my mind why that suggestion was ignored in furtherance of an expedited vote to not fund projects. So I am happy to work with whoever the chair appoints to present this issue to town council and let town council put it to bed. Because as much as I felt in the minutes of the last meeting accurately reflect it's a disservice not to fund projects for a year, I also believe that we have to follow some procedure. And since the bylaws clearly state that this committee shall do things, it wasn't until after I sent the email that you did some of this work here no, no, no. supporting this. Actually, again, I want to point out that shall, the things that we're going to do, are actually also included in the onboarding statements here. It's always been, at least in my mind, that there are requirements of the statute that fulfill both the bylaw and the statute to town meeting in our advisory capacity to them. And I never imagined we weren't going to do any of that. We have to do the set aside. We have to pay uh, uh, the community we have to bring money into the uh, CPA for the administrator, and we have to pay off the bond. And we have to set the rest of the money in the general fund for the CPA. That's what the shall means in the bylaws, but we'll let town council. I'm satisfied this. with town council Good. making a decision and a ruling here. Well, I remain he'll, dissatisfied he'll, that it didn't make it onto the agenda, and I remain in disagreement with the entire process. But nonetheless, I'm only one Does voice. this answer we your question? We are discussing the issue, though, aren't we, John? My, my question... Your point being what? We are discussing the issue. Did you want it on the agenda? Your point being what? We, I don't 
know what I, I, I don't know what else I can say. We are yeah, discussing the agenda. Yes, right? there are words coming out of my mouth that are not related to agenda items. Yes, it is being discussed. Thank you. We do, you know, take the question seriously, and it is, you know, the follow-up here is warranted, uh, which is why we're allowing the time for it. Um, my question is, um, given that you raised this, again, very well, very warranted concern, uh, does the kind of the initial question that George has articulated here um, align with the question that that you initially raised, like is this? I'd like to have this the opportunity the to review it. Sure, that's fine. Yep. While I have some quiet time, yep. I also yep. like the opportunity to sleep on things like this and let them sure think through. There's a lot to process here, and I would appreciate and request that other committee members do the same. This is a significant decision that this committee made at the last meeting that impacts a lot of people and a lot of projects. Well, we don't know that, do we? I'm sorry? We don't know that. What part don't you know? We don't know that, who this impacts. We don't have any requests before <laughs> us. We only, have, we only know about... want to go down that path. We only know about fine. one project. Okay. I, 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 well, you're assuming that there would be no projects. Well, I'm, I'm just telling you, that's the only there, project there we know. Projects, this, but uh, we don't I, have any. I, I, I want to... Okay ask if there is a motion to be made on this topic. I will make a motion that the legality of the vote that this committee made and voted through at the last meeting of this committee be presented to town council for verification that it is permissible and consistent with the statutes and bylaws that govern this committee. I'll second. I second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Eight zero. As to the actual wording, will you, will you let the we'll, chair know? Will George and John, will you work together to present that question? I will be more than happy to present the issue and put up both sides and let town council render a decision. I, I don't think... It's fair to call it sides. It is an interpretation, is all it is, of the statute. Well, let me qualify the word side. Right. On the one side, you fund projects, which like the bylaws seem to say, which we will in this fiscal year we will be funding. coming up. Correct. The other side is you don't. Is we, that sufficient? We are funding. We are following that. As you see in the last paragraph, I think, you I think we understand. We are going to do this. You're just going to wait a year. No, 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 no. We're doing it at the next town meeting. You're not taking applications for projects. Correct, but we're setting aside funds for each of the three George, buckets. That please. No, no, no. You, please. You need to know the statute is clear about what we need to do. Then town the council will help. Committee, I would first, prefer that town council make it clear to me, I, rather than I agree. a committee I, 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 member I, I agree. Yes. who is steeped yes. in a position. No, no, I, no, it's not a position. Yeah. It's aligned with the statute. I think we, <laughs> Again, it's in statutory interpretation. Thank you very much. And the town council will right. consider everything and yes. make an... Yeah. Uh, I think we need to make sure that we're asking for... I would feel much better here with a written opinion. Mm -hmm. um, I know it's going to cost more money, but having a written opinion from here and go forward, unless things change, um, it just makes sense to me. Right um, to have it, and it, it like it's 
Again, just it's that sort it's interpretation of this scenario. I would prefer to have it in writing. Agreed. Uh, John and George, please in, start engage with you know town council on that. No, we. Uh, that's not the process. process. No. that's not how it works. It's not no. the process. Please yeah. educate me. Uh, <laughs> There's a form that gets filled out okay. by the uh, town administrator, and uh, he will decide whether or not it goes to town council. Right. Okay. There's, it's just the logistical steps of making sure we get to, yeah. you know, the town administrator, and then from there. There could be the notion of sending it to office hours, open mm -hmm. hours. I, I would prefer it to, that would be like where yeah. Kristen or myself and Kristen would go and ask the question during the open hours. Again, if we're asking for what I would, again, one person would prefer a written opinion. Um, we may need to not be done during office hours, but instead, you know, time set aside right. to do it. I think we should have a written opinion of it. Of it. I think it, it's important for the record that we have a, a written opinion. I think it's something that holds would hold stand go forward right. to advise anybody who may be in this situation, say Stacey, twenty years. Can I request that you join George and I, please? You're very sure. knowledgeable on the process. Sure. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. If that was out. No, no, that is that is appropriate. Um, so who puts forward the request? The chair. I think yeah. the chair normally okay. puts yeah. forth the request with town There's administrator. A There's a okay. form. It's very. Simple. I will I will find the form and yeah. start the process. I do think when terms are ending, we should have less attorneys <laughs> on commissions. Fewer, fewer. Fewer, fewer attorneys. There you go. What fun would that be? That is my vote. Put it to a motion over there. That's great. Very, a little very nice. Nice But to the point of the agenda item that's before us, and, and Stacy's point, I do think that um, it would be helpful to send letters to some some of the typical petitioners, the school committee, for instance. And some of us represent other committees that we can certainly bring back the word, but it'd be nice if there was a letter to now, it. Since it's essentially going to be the same letter, I, I, I would think we'd send it to virtually every um, party that has ever um, filed uh, an application, uh, just, just to get the word out and to explain the basis. Um, there's no reason to make decisions as between who gets such a letter and who doesn't. I think I agree, mm -hmm. and I have another question. Since I'm the only board member who doesn't sit on a committee, my understanding is that each other member of this committee is reporting activity up to their respective mm -hmm. committees. Right. So that begs the question, have each of you informed your committees since this vote was taken? Because that would be an effective means of mm -hmm. notifying the public, I would think. Yes. Okay. My meeting doesn't happen until tomorrow night. It is on the agenda, though. Great. Same. Might as well. Thursday. Yeah. I have had a meeting since then. I did not report on it because I wanted to hold on whatever the consensus was about public notification. So I'm happy to share at any meeting, but I did not have my choice. I noted that I would call Jay Turner tomorrow. Um, in light of the, the decision to have it reviewed by town council, is that the thing that this committee would like for me to take, or would we like to wait and hold off? I, I just don't want to be presumptuous and overstep the cart. So I'm asking the committee what you'd like for me to do. Well, if town council, and I don't want to put sides here, but goes on this side over here with Mr. Leonetti, then logistically, how would we even move forward with 
taking applications and going through the process and I think that's a, a real question because town council could go in the favor of John and then I think we would be on a happens. very accelerated timeline yep. but that's the point the statute again we're not, not, it. not but imagine if you've got no applications but imagine if you've got no applications you'd go to town meeting and say you have to you have to give money you, it, it, it's it, the statute answers the question but I think it's a good but question I, that Mr. Leonetti has brought up because it's going to settle stomachs. I think there are individuals who believe, you know, that this is somehow nefarious that we're doing this. It's hurting people. We don't want to do this. That's the point. But we're in a position without any support. I don't know how we're going to send out the letters that you just, you know, right. ordered out. Because we still have no <laughs> staff support. <laughs> but, uh, but again, if we want to spend more time, and we're gonna, we're gonna do it to get a, a ruling on it. Is you know? anyone monitoring the CCPC email address? Uh, it goes to it does John. To you guys, yes. okay. And there have been about that. questions that have come in periodically, which we've been able to respond to. Okay. I have a question, and that's germane to this topic. If it is permissible to negotiate and pay Kristen to come in and assist, and she's not a town employee. Is it also permissible for us to hire what in the business world we would call a temp to do some of these tasks? I mean, Melissa, you ask a good question. If town council says this vote was impermissible, then we have to take applications. So we have to figure out a way to do it. Now, at the last meeting, I made a proposal. Just put on our thinking caps and make another proposal. You figure it out. This isn't rocket science. It's gathering applications. It's just work. You just go do it, right? Everything's identified. We just need someone to do it. So the question is, can we hire somebody, I would assume so, if we could hire Kristen, to just come in and do some of the work that needs to be done before this position is filled full time? Assuming there isn't an affirmative vote tomorrow or next week from the select board. Does anybody know the answer to that? I don't. I don't. Well, it would have to be yes, because we already said that Kristen's going to be paid to come in and help. Well, it would have to be yes that we don't have to take applications. Let's find out. Wait, we have to go to town council and ask we, if I, Kristen... We still have to bring... No, not that part of it. We're going to spend on the administrative fund, but I don't know if they're just going to let us spend money that way. We have to talk to Randy about this. There are procurement rules, I'm sure. There's got to be procurement rules. The answer to your question, I believe, is we have funds. We have set-aside money. It's an allocated percentage of our budget. We just go find somebody to I do it. I think the question is, is whether under municipal law we can... Whether That's we my can, question. whether we can just hire a temp, I, I don't I don't know the answer to that. That would be town administrator. I just don't know if if we can just hire temp work where when you have positions advertised. I have no clue. But if that's a question we want posed to town administrator, well, we don't have to, until know. we hear back from town council. Yeah, I think I didn't want to open the can of worms, but I was just curious. No, of what that was going to look it's like. It's a good question because now it raises a question: Can we ask Kristen to help and just pay her? Right. I'm going to ask Randy that question. Right. We'd have to do that for that. I wonder if willing to do it first. It's <laughs> own mood if she's not. We would have to do a consultant contract. So it essentially being It would have to be with under a certain. Yeah, some sort of. It would have to be some sort of consultant. Like we, whatever we did with, was it Jen Golding? Golding. Mm -hmm. um, like we'd probably have to do, some, it would have to be some sort of contractual there are consulting. Though, right? Thresholds of, right. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Given. How I feel about this, I'm happy to join 
the conversations with I'm just going to ask Kristen, and then I'm going to call Randy. And if Randy's okay with it, we're going to I'll report back to the chairs. Then we're going to have to appropriate. I'd like to join the conversations. Okay. And in the meantime, Stacy, I think it's appropriate to hold off on. Okay. Um, you know, reaching out, reaching out, yeah. Yeah. and any of our like I have a meeting tomorrow. You have a meeting tomorrow. Maybe that should all stay. You might just want to update on the status. I'll update that it's being discussed and yep. it's unresolved. So you can certainly report on the vote that was taken because that's in the record. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So I think we have our next steps and action items. Um, let's. Uh, Let's look at the next meeting. Could I ask a question before we go home? Wow, it's late. So oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> if it's brief. I've been very well behaved. Yeah. You have, no, actually. Yeah, you have. You have. Uh, usually, usually we try to do public uh, comments at the towards the beginning, but okay. you may. Can you identify yourself, please? Uh, uh, my name and is Peter could, you, could you come up to the microphone? Yeah, my name is Peter Hennessy. I live on 4 Sumner Street here in Canton, and a lifelong resident. And uh, observing the meeting today, I got the sense that uh, you people are working very, very hard. And, uh, the question that I would ask is, going around the room, how many other boards does each individual serve on, if any? Is that a question that I could get answered? Uh, I think so. It's public, uh, uh, yeah. public record. I will, I will allow the uh, committee to respond to that um, if folks feel like Two. Two. Okay. Do you mean town board, town committees, or just in other things we do in life as well? Well, uh, town committees, I would think, because, yeah, so uh, this gentleman was two and. Oh, gosh. <laughs> CASA, Master Plan. Housing Trust, Swan, COVID, Select Board. I guess six town, um, also other outside boards. Uh, uh, other not, uh, significant board work outside of town. S six. But, but six town boarded committees. Okay. Yeah. But she, she's an exception to the rule because yeah, she's a select, she's a select person. <laughs> It's like person, sorry, not You're just asking for the number? Yeah, I'm just curious because okay. you guys seem... Every person here, with the exception of the one at large, is nominated from their other committee. So I think that, that's where committee. we're saying we're on yes. other committees. Is so if you go around the room, we could probably name what committee we all sit on in town, which is what led to the nomination to sit on this committee as well. And I, I can't. Statute requires. Sta okay, I can't campus. explain why that is, yeah. but I can just say statute. that that we're all nominated from our first one committee from to, some other some other committee, committee to yeah. be on here yeah. per the per the statute. statute or bylaws or however that works. Okay, so yep. six for you. I'm on one other town committee. One other. One other. One. Do I know to do my spare time? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> do we count subcommittees of the others? <laughs> so school committee and then three subcommittees on the school committee and aside with other coaching and stuff, which is where I came from. <laughs> Plus three subs. Yeah. One elected and one appointed. 
Two, two lunch. That's right. This and one other for town, and then that would be two. Yeah. Two, and then a few other non yeah, non town town and ones. The, and the gentleman on the end. And to Mrs. Gorman's point, I'm the at-large appointee, so I don't serve on any other committees. I wasn't appointed by any other committee, and I also don't serve on any other committees. So this is the only one so, so, in town. So okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry if I no, do but, that in order. But we're curious about the um, interest in the number of committees. Yeah, why? What's your, right. what's your perspective about number of committees, sir? You, you guys seem to be uh, on, a little overwhelmed to me, mm -hmm. uh, actually. And uh, I would ask that question of any group that seemed overwhelmed, what's, what's the cause of it? And if uh, sometimes, you know, in trying to do a civic duty, you know, you can get the pretty well bogged down, plus your regular life and your, your regular jobs and whatever. So it's just something I was curious about. And I wonder how many responsibilities these individual people have. What we found is people without responsibilities tend not to participate. There is an open. I, I'm form. sorry, George. I don't what, what we found is people who don't have other civic responsibilities tend not to participate. There's constantly a request through the select board um, for people to step up and do exactly what we've been doing. Right. What we do. And right. uh, there are a lot of positions that go unfilled in this town for folks who just, you know either don't get involved because they can't, uh, family obligations, life obligations, but I think you have before you... I understand, George, if we want something done, we ask a busy person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank, Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Peter. Okay, uh, we need to decide on next meeting date. Um, my suggestion... Given the number of follow-up items uh, coming out of this evening's meeting is to seek a uh, meeting sometime later this month, if possible. Sorry, I'll start. I have people visiting on the 26th if we're looking at that date. That's going to be very difficult. It's also Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. yeah okay. it's, it's Thank you. I didn't see that on my calendar. The uh, third? Uh, September 20th. Oh, I'm sorry, you were saying that. I, I, I can't. Okay. I'm in Vancouver next week. But uh, last week of September, besides, I mean, there's no requirement that we meet on a Monday. Uh, I'm sorry, um, Sean, they're flying in for the week. Oh, which okay. Which is why okay. it's flagged on my calendar. My apologies. Yeah, I, no, I thought you were I just talking about Monday. I have two out-of-state <laughs> folks coming in for the week. Okay. Uh, and dinners every, every evening. So, October... Are we invited? <laughs> you are. Okay, just making sure. Where are the dinners? <laughs> I'll let you know. So. <laughs> we'll have it added to the agenda. <laughs> You'll do a Gantt chart on what we can bring. And <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I'll send out the venues. Where is that up to like Which? The October 4th. Uh, no, not select board. Anybody else? Tuesday meeting? That's fine. I'm sorry, which date? The 4th? The 4th. October 4th. I think it looks good. Okay, Tuesday, October 4th. Yep. Sounds good. I may have a conflict, but don't let me get in the way. Okay, so we'll make that the next meeting, next October meeting? 4th. 7? Uh, 7 to 9, yep. Yeah.
Do we assume this is the Armando Center is the location? Um, we can, I mean, this is my preference, but okay. I'm certainly open to if folks feel, you know, like they want to meet in a different location. I think it's good. I just this wanted is fine. to confirm yeah. the location. Okay. As long as it's, long as yeah. it's available, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Primarily the room is larger. Um, yeah. 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 So, okay. I mean, we can fit the camera. <laughs> exactly. Motion to adjourn. Second. Second. Motion made second. All in favor? Aye. Aye.